Thank you for joining the Right Authority Podcast. My name is Carlos Carr Sr. I also go by the KCOG. Want to welcome everybody into the show. Got a new segment for everyone that I want you to check out. I call it the OG Minute. I named this particular segment, hashtag time to end bullying. If you haven't been paying attention, Facebook and Instagram Instagram has been grilled by senators over its effect on children. The New York Times published on September 30, 2021, an article by Cecilia King. The company faces acquisition, acquisitions that it hid research showing the mental and emotional harm that Instagram, its photo sharing app, has on teenagers. Senators accused the company of knowing for years that Instagram, its photo sharing app, has caused mental and emotional harm. Chairman Richard Blumenthal has quoted, it has hidden its own research on addiction and toxic effects of its products. He goes on to say, it has attempted to deceive the public and us in Congress about what it knows and it has weaponized children vulnerabilities against children themselves. It's chosen growth, that's profit, over children's mental health and well-being Read over prevention and suffering of children. This is the first of two hearings that were held in the city. Uh, CNN Business comes up with one on September 5th, 2021 by Claire Dathy and the rest of her staff. Frances Hagen, former product manager and worked for civil, uh, civil integrity issues with Facebook, testified the social media giant product, Instagram, harm children, stoke division, and weaken our democracy. Adding, Facebook put profits over moral responsibility. Hagen also stated that Facebook should declare moral bankruptcy and ask for help from the Congress. Furthermore, the company is understaffed and depends overly depends on AI programs which only catch a very tiny minority of the offending content. Hagen also said that Facebook research reveals kids believe they are struggling with issues like body image and bullying alone because their parents can't guide Senator Amy Kobachar a Democrat from Minnesota asked Hogan if the they were using ag- algorithms algorithms to push outrageous content and promote eating disorders to young girls. Hogan's response was Facebook knows it is a leading it is leading young users to content related to eating disorders. This breaks down to celebrity culture. Teens watch other teens with lots of likes and follows on Instagram, which causes these teens to seek the same look they are seeing to get the same approval as their idols on on Instagram. Peer pressure to meet 
the beauty and fashion standards of their Instagram idols. Now, as I read between the lines, there is some inappropriate content available to our young people via Instagram. I hope you can see how social media socially engineers our society. Bullying on social media is huge. If you're a little different, overweight, dark skin, very light skin, have a disability, you don't have the perfect looks, you're not into today's fashion, you have a or you're not into an overindulgence of consumerism because maybe you can't afford it, or you don't go around uh, portray, uh, portraying yourself as a sex object, or drugs, or all the other stuff that will cause you not to fit in. This is where bullying, especially on social media, comes in. Now, I tie this directly back to middle school and high school, which now has carried over to our social media. Allow me to break this down. Now, I myself wore glasses since I was five years old due to a congenial cataract on my eye, which caused my vision in the other eye to be nearsighted. The worst teasing that I ever received uh, was in the sixth and seventh grade in middle school. Seems like the theme was pick on the kid with the Coke bottle glasses. Now, for most of y'all, the answer here is very easy. You just kick some butt, right? No. Remember, I have a congenial cataract, and if you don't know what that is, please Google it on one eye. That meant I only had sight in one eye. So it was very important for me to protect my vision at all costs. And remember, I had to learn this lesson in middle school. So by the time I got to high school, it became the worst of the worst. And what I mean by that is that now, not only did I had to defend my sight, you know, be teased about my glasses and all that, I also did not fit in with the rest of the teens because of the way I was teased in middle school. I was a little socially awkward when I got to high school. So what I tried to do is invent a new persona to carry me through high school and let people know that, hey, I'm a pretty cool guy. That worked to a degree. Now, I do have some very nice memories of high school but those were mostly inside the circle of friends that I had developed since grade school and middle school, and we all grew up from the same hood. This particular group accepted me for the way I was and allowed me to have normal social interaction with young boys my age without being teased. So that socialization of teasing or intimidating you because you are wearing glasses or they want to pick on you for a reason, but you remember the problem I had was that as much as I wanted to, I had to find another way 
to get around conflict. And that's what I did. And the best way that I got around conflict was not getting involved with conflict. Because you have to remember, uh, in a fight, I'm at a disadvantage. Because I'm only seeing one side. So it's not fair fight if I'm in a fight. And I knew this and I understood this from a very early age, which caused my behavior to be a little different and a little awkward than other, than other children. They didn't have to go through this. But it was my circle of friends, my circle of high school, my circle of uh, uh, grade school, middle school, high school buddies that I knew from the hood that allow me to have some type of normal socialization as a child. So my message here is this. Bullying has been going on for way too long in our society. We have pride for this and pride for that. Why can't we just have pride for humanity? Respect people for what they are. None of us is perfect. So why pretend? Your flaws may not show from the outside like mine, but your flaws may reflect uglier than mine and it is coming from your soul. It is time to end all bullying in schools and social media. It must end. Now with that, that is my wrap on my OG moment. Hope you guys understand that. We're gonna move on to a little news and get caught up real quick. We're gonna start with Rittenhouse has uh, been found not guilty, he's been acquitted. Meanwhile, the reason why he was in Kenosha, Jacob Blake, his killer is free because the feds won't seek charges against the cop in the Jacob, Jacob Blake shooting. And uh, you can check that article out uh, by Todd Richmond. came out on October 10th, 2021. Julius Jones in Oklahoma gets a stay of execution. This brother uh, now has a chance to plead his case and hopefully uh, get it reduced to uh, life imprisonment. Or if he is totally free, get himself exonerated. Kevin Strickland is out of jail now. And these people have raised almost $2 million for Kevin Strickland. Now, I'm not hating on that. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. I'm very impressed that the community is able to do that. But we also have some, some political prisoners that's been in jail for over 40 years. And a lot of these guys were framed, uh, were attacked, and they defended themselves and were set up through a government program called COINTELPRO. Now, what I am asking for is don't forget about these prisoners. These are people like uh, uh, Mamumba, uh, Ed Poindexter, uh, Matulu, Dr. Matulo. These are all pr political prisoners that these brothers and sisters through the 60s and 70s were involved in a fight to get our people free and they believed they could win this fight and they 
made that ultimate sacrifice with their own personal freedom. So what we can do to support those brothers and sisters uh, is go to the Jericho Movement, Jericho, just like the Wall of Jericho, jerichomovement.org. Uh, you can check there on the site. You'll give you a list of all the political prisoners. And I believe at this time, there's over 40 of them that's still there. You can get their names, their addresses. You can send them um, a letter of inspiration, a letter of support, a letter of thanks. You can also support them monetarily uh, on that website. And that money is used to help support the Brothers Behind the Walls and get them the things that they need. Keep in mind that a lot of these brothers now are up in age. Yes, there are 70s and 80s now. So their health is declining and other things. So it really helps to send something to them that will help them deal with the afflictions that they're dealing with. So please go to jerichomovement.org and from there, you can sign up to write to prisoners and support the prisoners. I would appreciate it if you did that. But very good in what everybody did for Kevin Strickland, the brothers out of jail. Uh, Cameron Lamb, excuse me, Cameron Lamb's shooter, cop shooter, is indicted, which is good news. That's another one. That's a start. Elijah McClain wins $15 million verdict. Uh, and a judge faces a backlash for sentencing an admitted rapist to probation. You guys can Google that. Just go in and Google that. It's a trip. And then Lee Merritt, uh, the lawyer for Ahmaud Aubrey, uh, that defense won the case. And the uh, three gentlemen were convicted on all counts. And again, I do believe that this conviction, uh, not only was it... Uh, they caused their own conviction because uh, of their own stupidity uh, because of the video. If you're going to do a crime, please don't videotape the, clock, the crime while it's in progress. That's pretty dumb. Okay, y'all? Pretty dumb. All right. So, uh, but anyway, that is what convicted those gentlemen. And uh, without a doubt, if that video would not have came to light, then Ahmad Aubrey's family would still be grieving and have no justice. So good thing the idiots took the video. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap that up. The next thing I have is what I watch and I haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. And that's King Richard. Now, I'm not looking at this for its entertainment value. Most people, that's exactly what you're looking for is the entertainment value. What you got to do is see how this father invested into his two children. He invested into them to the point where he was paid off by several championships from both of his daughters. Now, there was something that Richard Williams was seeing in his girls that let him know they were athletic. And he saw that and started to work on that and started to develop that. Now, I haven't seen a movie, I haven't read any books, and I haven't done any interviews with Serena or Venus. So I don't know what it was like growing up with your father, who is also your tennis coach. 
But I would imagine there were times they just wanted a break, you know, somewhere down the line. But here's the real point. The point is that the father recognized that there was talent in his daughters and he took the time to develop that talent. And he did it from a young age. And that's the whole point that I want people to walk away with with the movie King Richard. If you value your children and you pay attention to your children, you will see the things in your children that you can then use to help develop that child to their full potential of whatever that thing is you are seeing. It is possible to do that. In fact, they now have schools available to children as young as six months old. You gotta remember, the human brain, once it comes into this world, is in a constant learning mode. It is learning everything. So people understand the most precious resource you have. The most precious resource you have is your children. Develop that resource. Help them create their own life journey by preparing them for it. So King Richard as you're watching that movie, keep that in the back of your mind as to how he, he is working with his children to help develop them into the champions that they became. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this edition. You guys have a great evening. Oh, one more thing. And this is a heavy sigh moment. I hate to say it. Last year, going through COVID and all the lockdowns and crazy stuff, I was hearing about maybe one, maybe two killings a day, most. Today, we are now hearing of multiple killings per day. I mean, multiple, two, three, four per day. Look, community. You got to understand something. The first thing you're going to have to understand is that guns aren't the problem in the community. It's the people using the guns that are the problem. Okay? Because they have no value for themselves. So they have no value for anyone else because that's the only way you should be able to take a life. I'm talking about on the streets. I ain't talking about in the military. I'm not talking about police or police involvement. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about interacting with each other. Young people, if you got beefs out there and you don't know how to settle your beef, please, Find an elder.
talk to the elder. Tell them what's going on. Maybe they can help you find a way to resolve the issue before it gets to the point where we're drawing down on each other. I mean, really, we need to figure out these little things. And trust me, a lot of these killings are over little things. Okay? So, holidays coming up. I'm going to give y'all a little tip on how to get through the holiday without a whole lot of yickety-yak and BS, okay? First thing is, you know who in the family drinks, and you know who in the family drinks, okay? Then all you have to do is control the flow. Control the flow of the alcohol. And that one family member, if he brought his own bottle, let them know not tonight not here we're gonna pour you a drink but i'm gonna take the bottle and we're gonna keep it in a safe place until you're ready to leave not tonight we're here in celebration okay now what if that one particular relative is already there when they get there well and you're already acting a fool as soon as they walk in the door. You know the kind. Well, most of y'all will just kind of humor, humor him and go along with it. I'm saying, look, guys, we're at a celebration. We don't need all the craziness. So look here, bro. You know, you come in here full. What I would like for you to do is sit down, have something to eat. I'm going to get you a cup of coffee to go with your meal. And we're going to bring it back down. You know, and be upfront and honest with them. And if they don't want to do that, then just say, well, look, man, we, we, we ain't getting into all that tonight. So why don't you have a good night? Go on home. See, we got to start being real about situations. And a lot of times we don't want to do that in a family environment because we do it all in the name of having a good time. But what about keeping the peace? Because that's what it, it needs to be done right now. We need to figure out a way to keep the peace. We got to do this. We got too many. We're killing too many of ourselves. We're killing each other out here. And look, it, I, and I know for a fact it ain't just us. White folks is acting the fool out there too. Poor white folks. Y'all hearing about it in the news. They acting the fool too. But what I am saying is that is because we are allowing too much drama into our lives. Okay? Let's end the drama. Let's start acting like adult men and women. And let's try to respect each other. It is time for us to sincerely look at the violence that is going on in a daily basis in our community. We have to find a way to stop the violence. And the only way you're going to do that is people. People, we got to find ways to open communication so people can call in with beefs and get those beefs 
settle. We got to find a way. If you know a way that we can get something going where we can create some kind of way for people who need help with drama, and we'll see if we can get them that help. So if you hear this podcast and, and you agree with what I'm saying, please go. I mean, you're already on the website. Just click that little button set where it says leave the wholesome message. Leave me a message there. You can talk into your phone or on your computer if you have a microphone. Just leave me a message and uh, I will read the message on the air. And uh, if you have a solution, I will give the solution over the air. With that, I'll go ahead and wrap that up. Y'all try to be as peaceful as possible with each other. Peaceful. Peace and blessings. I'm out of here. We'll see you next week.